1: You just heard Billy Idol with Rebel Yell from the album Rebel Yell. October 24th, 1983 was the year that album came out. And uh, by the way, for those of you who have no idea, something interesting that happened in 1983, a very famous... Personage who is going to be later on on the show, graduated
0: high school, 1983. Anyway, this is your head taco, hey, Super Tom, Mario. Good morning, everybody. You're listening to KHITZ, k Hits this beautiful Southern California. We want to welcome all of you cats and kitties into the show this morning. That's right, this is Rocky Beavers. I'm sitting right alongside my favorite Italian guy, and we're telling you right now. Last night, me and my favorite guy here, we went down to the Gap, and we got ourselves some uh, stonewashed stuff and I'll tell you the next time you see us we're going to be up at Magic Motley we're going to be over at the K-Hits booth signing shirts, signing autographs and taking pictures with the ladies Remember, you just asked for either Mario or you got to ask for, that's right, Rocky Beavers, because we're your go-to guys. And there's nothing like going to but the 80s, my brother, right?
1: Something uh, just popped up on my screen. Somebody's donating a wonderful, wonderful prize to us, to you and to me. And that is a gift certificate. It's going to last for the whole year oh. to the United Colors of Benetton. So we can go ahead and get dressed in those famous colors. Fantastic.
0: Ooh. Hey uh, Mario, the other day uh, uh, remember we were talking and uh, we were down over there at the arcade we played a couple of games of some foosball and I think you took me on air hockey. I don't know, I was kind (laughs) of twisted. You know, there's a new uh, movie coming out. uh, Scarface, Uh, Al Pacino's in it. I was wondering if maybe you want to take a drive and go check that out.
1: I think there's nothing better than going to a drive-in with a car packed with your favorite goodies. On that note, this is Super Mario the Head Taco and...
0: Rocky Beavers sitting right here to the left. Hey, you guys stay tuned because we are going all the way back to the 80s. And that's coming up next...
1: That's right, welcome back to the 80s, the radio show that introduces the 80s to a whole new generation. We are Toscano and Chang, a couple of really, really young radio jocks living their dream of bringing people a reason to laugh. And we're here every single Friday, so if you want to drop us a line, you can do so by going over to our Facebook fan page and DMing us. Which, according to the younger crowd, it means sending us a message. So for those that need clarification, we've got an incredible show for you today as we talk about... Part 2 of Movie Memories Cheng how the heck are you Oh my brother I am
0: swinging And singing as usual Up here in the location where I reside That I will not give the Present location where I am residing And that is remember for one of the shows Coming up later on in one of our Fantastic shows In Back to the 80's I'm swinging hard brother I'm swinging to the right I'm swinging to the left how are you swinging today And how are those fantastic (laughs) boys of yours haven't seen those kids in a bit. Yeah, they're doing
1: pretty good. By the way, I like how you still stuck to the uh, the little montage we did in the beginning of the show. I like that.
0: Oh, that's no problem, you know. Uh, you got to know uh, me and Rocky Beavers are like that. We grew up together, you know. We're of the same uh, same kinship.
1: <laughs> Orale. Hey, that reminds me, a little bit later on in the show, I just got a phone call, and it was for you during our break. Ooh. Rod Steele, uh, for those of you who don't know, Rod mm. Steele is... Cheng's hairstylist is going to be joining us in a little That's bit. Right. Uh, he's right. got something that he wants to tell everybody regarding regarding yeah. Cheng and regarding his new line of products. So stay tuned for that.
0: Oh, he was tra- he was telling me about that the the other day when I was getting my hair uh, flopped. <laughs> he was telling me he opened what, up yeah. a new product. What did he tell you? Yeah, he, he he was going to name it the Tusky. <laughs> the the Tusky. <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to ask you, You know what it, what what. Uh, it was all yeah, about yeah. it that I was just taking the Tusky, wow! I thought maybe some type of French tickler for the hair. I don't know. Well,
1: he's going to be here later on in the program, so stay tuned. It's going to be pretty exciting. And for those who have never met uh, Rod Steele, it's uh it's it's an interesting joy to have him on mm. with us. Uh, he's been on with Toscano and Chang since 2010, by the way. So wow. it'll, it'll be it'll amazing. be cool. So thanks for joining us here. Like I said, we're here every Friday to talk about nostalgia and those things that want to make us go back to uh, that decade of excess. And we're going to continue. This is part two of movie memories. Right on, right on. And I know, uh, you know, we had a lot of comments telling us that we forgot a lot, a lot of movies. And, you know, we just can't talk about every single one of them, but we're going to try to at least get some of those mm-hmm. that got the most votes. Right. So before we do that, I got to ask you, you know, because I've been reading a lot in the papers now with the whole COVID and lockdown and the whole nine yards, right? Drive-ins have been making a comeback. But here in Southern California, I only know one place that's actually a drive-in that hasn't been used for drive-in movies in years because it's been a swap meet. And that's Santa Fe Springs. Do you know anything else? Do you know anywhere else?
0: Uh you know what dude I'm not sure if uh, the one in I think it's El Monte I'm, I I might be wrong uh I don't know if that one is still open uh for business I think it was for a while the last time I passed through there I think they were showing a lot of Mexican movies but it was uh, it was open so if in fact it is still open I, I would imagine they're probably going with uh, both languages
1: and by the way, for those of you who don't know where El Monte is, uh, let me translate it for you. Uh, you say it Elmani,
0: right? That goes to our Caucasian, white-eyed friends <laughs> uh, who would have to say that El Elmani, <laughs> and not Del Monte. No, it's not Del Monte. El Monte. Not to be yeah, no. El
1: Monte is not to be confused with the makers of salsas.
0: Right, Del bro. Monte. Ooh. Del Monte. <laughs> <laughs> It's just that, that, Ill that ha, it has, you know what I'm saying, bro? Yeah, yeah. You being of Latin descent, the, the sound of ill alone is very powerful. It is. It is. You
1: know, when I was growing up, this is not meant to be a joke, but it always turned out to be a joke within the family. My, my dad was Italian. My mother was Mexican. Right. So my dad always used to say, Hey, look, Mario, your mother's from Mexico. I'm Italian. <laughs> You're never going to have a legitimate business. You know that, right? You're always going to be working for the family. Either way. So oh, he
0: always used to man. tell me, so you might as well
1: stay where the best family is. And that's on the Italian side. You know what I'm doing?
0: You know, dude, I could just picture your dad in a leather jacket talking like that to you when you were a kid.
1: Oh, no. My dad was always in a suit, though. Oh. Yeah, no, he was always in a suit. My dad used to love wearing chrome suits where you could see your reflection. And then he used to ask, Dad, what, why can't I see my reflection in that suit? <laughs> hey, what are you talking about? You know, it's
0: it's a canali,
1: You know, I'd get a I'd get an authentic canali, but I can't afford it, so I go to the swap meet
0: and get a real Canelli there. Hey, did your mom ever have you uh, have you pat your dad down when he came home from work? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> hey, Mario, remember snitches sleep in ditches. <laughs> Concrete make good shoes. If you know what I'm talking about.
1: This is back to the '80s, so let's jump in our time machine and head back to. 1982, as we continue with movie memories. So this film, one year before you graduated, 82 is going to hit home. And I know you love this film because this is one of the movies that is responsible for teens hitting the malls. All right. So I'm going to quickly play a little bit of the trailer and see if you can guess what it is. All right. Universal Pictures presents... Everything you always wanted to do in high school, with everyone you always wanted to do it with. Hey, bud, let's party!
0: Oh yes, dude. They're the
1: students of Ridgemont High. Uh, Brad Hamilton, the fast food king. I shall serve
0: no fries for their time.
1: It says one hundred percent guaranteed, you moron, Mister. If you don't (laughs) shut up, I'm gonna kick one hundred percent of your ass.
0: Charles Jackson. That that was a bad movie, bro.
1: Oh, gnarly. Linda Barrett.
0: Dude, there's nothing like Ridgemont High, brother. There's nothing. I mean, everybody had to – everybody could relate to that movie, bro. Everybody was either like that or knew somebody like that, bro. Yeah. And
1: one of the the cool things is you get to see um, teenagers at their very best of that time. And you know what? Uh, From their conversation, that script was written – so well. Yeah. And the, the, the clicks, the different clicks that people had in high school,
0: they're all represented there. Yeah, dude. Uh, Look how many great actors, actors came out of that movie. Sean Penn, judge Reinhold. I mean, dude, these guys became really good actors in their own field. I mean, that movie was hilarious. Let me ask you, who would you base your personality with in that movie to what you were like in high school at that time, bro?
1: Jeez. That's a good question.
0: Were you like the slick illegal Italian guy? Hey, I could get you some Zeppelin tickets. That guy? No, you know it's funny. I was a
1: mix between probably uh, Forrest Whitaker's character, because by the way, Forrest Whitaker, he's the big uh, football player that's there, the, the popular guy. And uh, who else? Maybe Anthony Edwards, and a mix of okay. Judge Reinhold as well. But
0: he was a big star, yeah. Uh, who,
1: who is it that came out of that movie? And she was, man, oh, I'm um, Phoebe Phoebe Cates.
0: Phoebe Cates was like the ultimate dream of a girl back in the 80s, bro, to I, I, anybody that that wanted to fondle themselves. I mean, <laughs> she was just gorgeous. You know, that that pull scene alone. Oh, no, yeah. Whoa. You forgot it was a high school movie, yeah. bro. Totally
1: forgot it was a high school. And you mentioned there right. was a, an incredible cast. Sean Penn, Phoebe Cates, right. uh, Jennifer uh, Lay, Judge Reinhold, Nicolas Cage. Nicolas Cage came out in that movie. Uh, Forrest Whitaker. Let's see, Robert Romanus, Anthony Edwards, Eric Stoltz, and the history teacher, I believe it was the history teacher, uh, Ray Waltz. Mr. Hand, brother. That's right. Uh, my favorite Martian. That's correct. And if you've seen that scene, which is one of my favorite scenes where uh, he and Sean Penn get into it, and Sean Penn
0: orders a pizza. Remember that? Oh yeah. He goes, "Is this our time, this land? <laughs> <laughs> and he grabs the pizza off of his desk it's just, and he claps his hands and he starts ordering kids to get a slice. Dude, every school had a Mr. Hand, bro. Yeah.
1: It's just hilarious. Somebody asked us a question this week on our Facebook page Rocket and they they said, "Why is it that movies from the 80s were not that they're better mm-hmm. than today because CGI today makes everything makes everything better look really good and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but they said, you know, why is it that somehow the movies back then uh-huh. were better or they seem to be better. And uh, so somebody answered that. And I want to, really? I want to mention that uh, the person who answered the comment was a gentleman who's a software engineer, believe it or not. And he says that uh, the an- the answer is actually less complicated than people make it out to be. Um, today use of green screens and CGI, you know, is mm-hmm. one thing back then you know, they were very limited to that budgets were smaller, which meant the movies had to rely Mm -hmm. on good practical effects, but they also had excellent storytelling. So the acting itself is a byproduct of the script, which means bad scripts result in bad acting. And then he says, you know, return of the Jedi versus today's the last Jedi one had an excellent script, practical effects with a small budget. And it's going to go down in history as one of the greatest classics and the other will go down in history as one of the worst movies in history he
0: said yes i 100% agree with that brother i was appalled bro when i watched this last one i was like this is ridiculous this is not worth the money it was like a rock band that continued after everybody originally died should have ended brother
1: so con- yeah so continuing you know? our movie memories trip let's jump over to uh, uh one more year to 1984 okay 1984 You've got a movie that became a classic amongst teens back then because it had um, the beginning of what was to be the Rat Pack. The beginning, not the entire Rat Pack or Brat Pack. Uh, But it was a movie that, uh, well, let me put it on for you and see if you can guess what it was.
0: Three big ones and they left went blood.
1: Her name is Samantha Baker and
0: today is her 16th birthday. She's gotten her boobies. Oh, I'd better go get my magnifying glass. <laughs> they forgot my birthday. Classic. This is the single worst day of my entire life.
1: Universal Pictures presents...
0: <laughs> Those two nerds wearing oh, straps on their head. <laughs> Sixteen candles. That would be us.
1: <laughs> the story of a girl who's stuck with a guy who's driving her crazy. And that movie... That movie came to be even to today, one of the best high school movies as well, because this, you know, depicts every single aspect as well of of high schoolers back then. You had uh, the nerds, you had the real popular jocks. you had the rich guy, you know, the guy with that gets the girl in the end. It was just compelling to see something made like that that still
0: today, is so relevant. I think a lot of the movies in the 80s have that beauty about them, where you, it doesn't matter what generation or who you are, there's something in that movie that somebody somewhere is going to identify with. That was the beauty of, uh, of uh, making movies, I think, in the 80s, bro, especially because you, you remember a lot of these great blockbuster movies, bro. These cats were not very much older than guys like you and me, girls of, of our age, true? So it was so identical. You know, we could identify so much easier back then. I mean, rather than nowadays, you know what I'm saying? Uh,
1: One of the greatest things we had were movies as as teens growing up, because back then we looked forward to it. We we copied the the styles, you know, and a lot of that is still the same, of course. But we copy we looked forward to seeing our favorite teen actor or actress. We look forward to seeing that, that that hot chick or. Or that good-looking guy. Why? Because they were going to be wearing something that you were going Mm -hmm. to be wanting to wear. Or they were going to be acting in a certain way. And we ended up copying a lot of that. Let's jump over to 1984. Mm -hmm. And this following movie, uh, it was, was, first of all, it was hilarious. It was satire of college life. So it jumps over from high school to college life. And it was a group of, of misfits. And they were led by Robert Carradine and uh, Anthony Edwards. So you'll know what movie this is. And I'm going to put a little bit of the preview for you guys. Nerds! Nerds? Nerds.
0: Nerds! What is a nerd? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. There's a roommate, pal! I'm not kissing a nerd. Oh! You know karate? Oh, no, good. <laughs> Greatest this laugh. Is Revenge of the Nerds, correct? Greatest
1: laugh ever. Revenge of the Nerds. And uh, one yeah. of the funniest movies have we as well. I think it,
0: it was the gateway, bro, for the nerds to come out. And if you you know what's funny? A lot of those nerds that were mocked in our era are some of the biggest CEOs we have now in America. Or in some of these industries, bro.
1: Richest people on earth today.
0: Look at Bill Gates. Oh, yeah. He was one of those nerds back, you know, and yeah, it's 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 funny how the way things uh kind of swung around and hit that way. But I mean, who would have knew, bro? Who knew? Yeah. If you look at some of the jocks of that time
1: today, yeah? not a lot of them are CEOs of companies.
0: No, bro. No.
1: But it was a story that had heart. It was a story that uh, that talked about the the challenges the heartbreaks of being a certain part in society, you know, in this case, the nerds. And and also uh, there comes a point when they know that together as a number and when they get together, they join forces that they can be powerful. And and that's right. something that we need today.
0: Yeah, we, yeah, I agree with you. We do need that today. You know, the thing uh, that is funny, it goes uh, in accordance with what you were saying. It, it gave anybody that felt inadequate that final hurrah to make a push and be heard. And like all good comics or comedians or comedies, you get the best, funniest material when it's real life. And what better way for people that felt inadequate because of the way society made them feel or what their likenesses or their, their looks were, it kind of the movie that gave them a voice. It doesn't matter. You could be who you are. The 80s, I think, bro, really gave that push to where yeah. it opened up the floodgates for to allow people to be who they are. And you're going to go through it, and within this nucleus of people, we're not going to judge you. And we need that 100% right nowadays, brother. We have totally lost sight in society of what it was to be like in society of the 80s. Great movie. A, a great, great, great freaking movie. Wasn't there a character named was his name Booger or Goober? remember booger booger geez. booger
1: and one of my favorite scenes is when they have uh the competitions because they they need to compete against uh all the all the frat houses are competing mm-hmm. and the nerds don't have one but they're fighting for that opportunity to be a part of
0: of a of yeah. frat house yeah
1: in in that in that college and so they're doing these competitions one of the specific contests is burping contest and uh, the biggest jock that they have, I think his name was Ogre. And Ogre gets up and he he drinks a, uh, like a, okay. a, a yeah, big that,
0: yeah.
1: cup of beer and does his thing. And then all of a sudden, Booger gets up and does his thing. Yes. Here's a little taste of what happened in that scene.
0: Frankly, I'm not too wild about this next event, but it has become a tradition here at Adams. Adams. The belching contest. <laughs> Our first of two finalists, Frederick Del Palawatz. Ogre, you asshole. (laughs) Uh, Ogre.
1: (laughs) 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 That was lame. I can't even do better than that. (laughs) (laughs) Then he spits beer at the public.
0: And from the Lambda Moo team, Dudley, Dudley Dawson. Dawson Booger, Dudley Booger. <laughs> Booger Booger. Here we go. <laughs> Dude, That's
1: The hilarious thing.
0: That's insane.
1: The hilarious part of this scene is that
0: our, our next event,
1: parents, parents were so upset at this scene because you, you'd have immediately after yeah. this movie, you'd have teenagers in high school doing the same exact. Oh yeah, thing. dude. Yeah, I
0: remember having belching contests, man, with me and my buddies. Didn't you guys do that?
1: Yeah, we had so many other contests. You'd be scared, man.
0: You know what, dude? I used to hold a burping contests with my three girls when they were growing up, dude. <laughs> and they would lay out some mean ones, dude. It would be oh. me, the wife, and the girls, and we would just be going for it, bro. Good times, bro. Role
1: modeling, role modeling in the 80s. Yeah.
0: So interesting. Isn't it, is new brother?
1: You're listening to Back to the 80s. By the way, Chang's hairstylist just arrived. Okay.
0: Uh, hi, Rod. Is this where I sit? Where do I sit? It's a new studio. It's beautiful. Oh, hi, Tusky. It's so good to see you. I I just love the new studio. It's so uh office like it looks like ikea and uh, sports illustrated on the same thing (laughs) oh my god oh my
1: gosh rod i haven't seen you for ages it seems at least way before the lockdown how you
0: been i am doing tremendously fantastic i just came up with a new hair care product and i was going to name it the tusky really but i decided to name it the husky the husky because it's going to make you look strong and vigorous, like all men should do, like the men I love, Tusky, like you. Well, look at the size <laughs> of your arms. I would chew on them like chicken drumsticks, basted <laughs> with a lemon honey.
1: Well, I remember, I, I remember Rod, I remember that uh, you had uh, launched a new product for your hair uh, as yes, and then you I were did. trying it out on Chang. And you wanted to try it out on yes. me, but I had that Superman haircut, remember?
0: Yes, and it was just been a waste of product. I mean, I've seen pubic hair longer than the hair that you had on your head at that era. But I, what can I say? It, looked, it, made, it made you look very distinguished, almost like a police officer. I wanted you to beat me. <laughs> 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 oh, have you seen Chang's hair? It's so glossy with this new product. Where? I could literally see my silhouette in Chang's hair when he was turned around just the other day. Wow. Okay, that's a little but bit too much But his butt is as flat as an Asian girl's back in 1939. All right, Rod. Well, uh, note, oh, can
1: you mind uh, taking us to
0: a break? I'll take you to a break. I'll take you to town. I'll take you to lunch. Everybody out there, this is back to the 80s with Descano and Chang, two of the sexiest, funniest voices you're ever going to hear. And if you ever need to get a hold of me, it is Rod Steele, a.k.a. the real Rod Steele at www. Love me. <laughs> Husky Products. Bye, boys.
1: Stick around. Don't go away. Back to the '80s. We'll be right back. Take me back to the back. I wanna go
0: back to the gigawatts. One point twenty-one gigawatts. What the hell is a gigawatt? Hey, boys and girls, this is some Rod Steele again. I just want to welcome you back to the 80s with Toscano and Chang.
1: That's right. And as Rod Steele just mentioned, this is Back to the 80s. And this is the part of the show where we take things that made us angry in the 80s. And in honor of the most wondrous Chang, we call them Changries.
0: You know what gets me Changry? Lover boys lead singer's headband.
1: You know what got me Changry back
0: in the 80s? Wearing neon. You know what got me changry back in the 80s? Looking at Rolling Stone videos.
1: You know what got me changry back in the 80s? Getting excited about a fax.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You know what got me angry in the 80s? Dropping my pager.
1: You know what got me changry back in the 80s? What's that? Wearing denim from head to toe. You know what got me changry back in the
0: 80s? Wham!
1: <laughs> you know what got me angry back in the 80s? What's that? Using an insane amount of Aquanet.
0: <laughs> you know what got me angry in the 80s? What's that? Dirty pantyhose.
1: <laughs> That's weird. You know what got me angry back in the 80s? What's that? Buying an insane amount of Betamax tapes because we were so sure it was the way of the future. Ooh.
0: You know what got me changry in the 80s? Elton John's music.
1: You know what got me changry back in the 80s? Wearing multiple
0: swatches at once. <laughs> <laughs> you know what got me changry in the 80s? What's that? Dynasty.
1: Uh, you know what got me changry back in the 80s? What's that? Tying a sweater around your neck that you never <laughs> intended to wear. All right, so we're returning to the movies of the 80s, movie memories, those movies that uh, still we have a whole collection worth at home. And, and if you don't, I know that you definitely, definitely look them up on Netflix or Plex or whatever you have. And uh, here is one from 1986, and uh, you should be you should be well aware of this movie. And if you have never seen this one, you've got to. I said it before, and I'll say it again. Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while. You could miss it. What is so dangerous about a character like Ferris Bueller is he gives good kids bad ideas.
0: Why should he get to skip school when everybody else has to go? syphilitic meningitis.
1: He never gets caught.
0: This guy in my biology class said that if Ferris dies, he's giving his eyes to Stevie Wonder. Well, he's very popular, yet I recall Central Park in Fall. Ferris Bueller, do you know? Him? Yeah, he's getting me out of summer school. They think he's a righteous dude. Think he'll be alive this weekend? Dude, that movie was hilarious. His sister to me was like really sexy though. Oh, my
1: goodness, yeah. And then she also came out in Dirty Dancing.
0: That's right, with the the late, great Patrick Swayze. I would have given anything to resemble Patrick Swayze back in the 80s, my brother. Instead, I kind of looked a little bit like, uh, uh, I want to say, the white (laughs) about the lion who just roared? I look like Cheech and Chong. (laughs) Both of them. (laughs) That's what I look like.
1: So the 80s brought us one of the most iconic pictures, and that was Ferris Bueller's Day Mm -hmm. Off. There were so many famous lines in that that we still say today. And it had
0: so mm-hmm. many scenes
1: that, man, I remember, I think I ditched for the very first time right
0: after this movie. Yes. Oh, dude, yeah. It opened up creativity for our young minds to figure out how to ditch school, dude. It was insane, dude.
1: You know, the problem was I never had a friend who owned a, whose dad owned a Ferrari.
0: Yeah, and me either. Isn't that sad the way that vehicle ended up, dude? I felt so bad for that, dude. That was so oh, yeah. heartbreaking. you know...
1: You know the father disowned him. Oh yeah, uh, dude, you know, completely took away his inheritance,
0: and probably divorced the mom. That brings up another point of that movie, dude. I mean, that movie was hilarious, but yet that movie was very eye-opening. If you think about that character that we're talking about right now with the Ferrari, you know, the type of a uh, suppressed type lifestyle that he was living. He had all the riches.
1: Here's a kid who
0: had everything he ever
1: wanted. And he was calling in sick again because Mm -hmm. he was feeling depressed and he couldn't get out of that state of mind. Mm -hmm. And here we had another kid who pretty much had everything, maybe didn't have everything to the level of the rich kid, but he was still pretty well off. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. The dad's this big, important businessman. The mom's a real estate person. So they had money. and. But it took him, it, it was an attitude, it was a state of mind exactly, that bro. Ferris Bueller was in yeah. that was just so different. He looked yeah. at, the out, his outlook of life was, life is beautiful no matter what. Why are you going to waste it today exactly. going to school?
0: Exactly. He was a, a for-the-moment kind of a character as opposed to his buddy, who was very sheltered, very inward, uh, had very low self-esteem. You know what I mean? Uh, very shy, reserved but Ferris Bueller was just like, he was, a, he was a crazy kid, dude. You know, yeah. he would just, he was going for the gusto, bro. And that's one thing I think that we're missing a lot in, in some, in some of our youth. I don't want to say most of it. Some of our youth, uh, we see more of the kids that are like the character with a Ferrari, but sadly they're either shooting up schools or committing suicide, which is very yeah. sad, you know, but, uh, you then you have uh, some kids that like Ferris Bueller. Things just bounce off of them. You just roll to the own, your own uh, beat of the drum, and you just have but a good time. What, what you're can, doing. I
1: can tell you this. Doesn't it seem like youth back in the '80s would were able to bounce back a lot quicker than the youth of today? I agree. Today, you know, without going too much into the topic of today, because this show is not about that. However, you remember back then. Uh, you used to ride a bike without a helmet, and you yeah. Were dude. Fine, yeah, yeah. Some people fell, some people got really hurt. Yeah, but you know what? You were for the most part, you were fine. Yeah, um, you used to get home as, as a kid, you used to get home late, or you used to go out with your friends and yeah, no dude. problem. You used to walk from school, uh, eight, seven, eight, nine years old, from a mile and a half or two miles from school, dude, and you yeah. were
0: okay. You could walk to a, a park or ride your bike to a park, bro, with your buddies and have a pickup yeah. baseball game or, or shoot hoops or play football or go to one of the park centers or you go drive to one of the, you know, the shops, shopping centers around, get freaking ice cream or something. You can't do that nowadays, bro. You don't see too many kids out there. And again, yeah. you know, that's because of the the deviant society that we we are living in now. You know what I mean? I don't want to take anybody yeah. on a downer, but that's the, the the raw truth you know what i mean we have a lot of sickos out there so kids don't get to do that so you know kids are not as tough as us bullying is tougher now than when we were young dude if we had a bully when we were younger you challenge him to a fight you end up beating the crap out of him hopefully you you're that kind of a guy that you can or a person who beat the crap out of a bully but once you stood up to a bully back then the bully pretty much backed out
1: it it was pretty much over.
0: Nowadays, yeah, bro, you, much over. you don't have physical bullies at school too much because they cyberbully you bully yeah. you and, and kids are so much on their devices and living in that that kind of a lifestyle to where everything's on the device and social media and to the bigger perimeter rather than just the little perimeter that they're supposed to be concerned with. Right. I mean they get tarnished and then you have these kids that do heinous things. It's different. Yeah,
1: exactly. It's, it's just so different it, it was a, a mentality that was taught to us by our parents who came from an, even a tougher time, right. from even a harder time, right. more challenging times. Things, yes, were easier, much simple times. So let's jump over to 1985. The following movie became a staple of the 80s. If you talk about this movie, it didn't start in the 80s, but the better, the better part of the, of the franchise ended in the 80s. Well, I believe it started in 79. I believe. I may be mistaken, but I'm pretty sure it started in 79. This is part four, which was in 1985. And I'm going to let you hear a little bit of the trailer.
0: Today, the Soviet Union has officially entered professional boxing. This is not just an exhibition fight. This is us against them. He would like to compete against anyone who is qualified. Bravo is the most perfectly trained athlete
1: ever.
0: Whatever he hits, I'll break
1: you.
0: He could have stopped the
1: fight. Do you know how mad I was at Sylvester Stallone for not throwing that white towel? Could have towel? saved his best friend's life.
0: You know what? So was I. But I, at the time, I, you know, I was but like, the, Nah, man, we gotta fight for our country. You dare quit. Yeah. You fight until you're down and then next time you just kneel, get back up and then beat his ass on the next fight. Yeah. That's the American way. Yeah.
1: And it had you get kick, you get up. Yeah, and it had such such a great soundtrack as well. You had uh, oh, yeah. bands, you know, you had Survivor. I mean, you even had yeah. Living in America, the song by the King of Soul, Living in America, James Brown himself.
0: That's right, Ron. that's
1: right. Living in America by James Brown, and like I said, the soundtrack was great. The story was well written, and it was yes. a, a battle between nations. It was this was, this was in that part of the eighties when, first of all, we were not mm-hmm. on good terms with Russians, and when this movie came out, this kind of pumped us up and we thought we could yeah. just battle against the giant yeah. and knock him out. And that's exactly what happened in
0: the movie. Yeah, too bad we don't have that nowadays. <laughs> I don't want to say anything, but I'm just saying, I'm watching you. <laughs> yes, yes, I
1: must break you. We go up in plane with 19 scientists. The plane falls because all scientists were drunk of vodka. Okay,
0: How do I know this? I have the only vodka from that flight. <laughs> this is not
1: Stolichnaya, my friend. This is the good stuff.
0: Dude, that was such a classic character in that movie yeah. though, huh? Yeah. I'll break you. You know, that was classic, yeah. dude. And he was tall. I mean he is tall. Dude, he's a he's a pretty big badass dude, bro. And here's here's a
1: little trivia for you. He came out in another in another movie, okay, um, nineteen eighty seven. And we're we're mm-hmm. talking about Dolph Lundgren. This following right. movie, this when this movie came out that I'm gonna mention, I had no idea that he spoke English so well. <laughs> I was I was a little kid, so I thought he was really Russian, right? After, really? after the movie Rocky. Yeah, I had no idea. So in nineteen eighty seven, okay. I was living in Santa Fe Springs and I found out that they were making a movie in Whittier, uptown Whittier at the time. There were certain it was a certain scene from this movie, and it took place obviously at night, and my best friend, Mark and I went to go we, we snuck out of the house and we went to go see them film this scene of this movie with Dolph Lundgren. And you know what movie that was? I'm gonna I'm not going to put on the trailer, but he was dressed uh, with his... Oh, He-Man? He had full blonde hair. He had a sword. And his villain nemesis was skeleton.
0: Oh, dude, I think I remember when that was filmed in uh, Uptown Whittier.
1: He-Man Masters of the Universe. Right off of uh, Greenleaf, and uh, there were all these little streets on the
0: side to the left near the movie theater. It w- Yeah, it was in between, uh, uh, it was off of Greenleaf in between, oh geez, uh, oh man, I lived ma- in between Mar Vista and, oh man, the, the the name of the street escaped me, I don't know. And I,
1: I used know. to ride my bike there all the time.
0: Yeah, I know exactly where you're talking i I forgot the name of the damn uh, the corner of the street though but yeah, I know exactly I forgot
1: the name of the street I can tell you that there was a very famous or well, not very famous there was a very important bike shop to my friend and me we always used to go to this bike shop there and that's exactly the street where they filmed it and it was just
0: so so exciting I forgot the name of the damn uh, the corner of the street though but I know exactly they filmed it right in front in between actually the movie theater And uh, I don't know if you remember, there was kind of an ice cream shop next to it, but there's this little walkway, and that's where they were filming the movie at, because it was right in between both of those buildings that he was standing.
1: Yeah, that was 1987, and Rocky IV, however, the one that we just heard the trailer from, is 1985, so a great film that will live on. I mean, our grandchildren's grandchildren hopefully get to see this film.
0: Oh, yeah, Uh, I, I would think so, bro. All right, so.
1: Here's another one from 1985. See if you can guess what this one. And this one is probably, I got to say, me as a kid. Probably my favorite movie next to weird science back then. My favorite movie of all time.
0: It's Chump. I just saw the most amazing thing of my entire life. First you got to do the truffle shuffle. Come on. Do it. Come on. Do it. Uh, so. and, that's,
1: and that's where Chunks, one of the members of the Goonies, the Goonies, was shaking his belly outside the door. The Goonies was a classic. became a classic. And today it's an iconic film for kids of all ages. Um, it's about a, a group of kids that are You know, their families are losing their homes because the the rich corporations are taking over. And so they go out on this awesome adventure and they end up finding pirate Mm -hmm. treasure that ends up getting them and their parents to keep their homes. But this film was amazing to us. And it came out with an incredible cast that, uh, as a matter of fact, was recently in Josh Gad's Reunited Apart on YouTube. Really? Yeah, they got all the actors from the Goonies to come back. And, of Ooh. course, now in their in their year 2020 bodies, which is very different. I don't know if this has ever happened to you where you're watching a movie that brought you or that still brings you a lot of great memories, and you want mm-hmm. those actors to look the same because in a way that would kind of make you feel like you're still there. I, it's just something weird oh, that yeah. happens to me.
0: Um, yeah. What, what movie or what television show does that for you?
1: Uh, this one, the Goonies, the Goonies and the Goonies. also
0: weird science. Mine would have to be Ridge one high.
1: And that, yeah. And that's, and that's uh, one of the other ones where you look yeah. at the actors and you go, <laughs> wow, I, I can't believe they're, you know, you know that they're older, you know, that we all change, that we all get yeah. older, but, you still have such a connection with that character in mm-hmm. that entire movie that you want it not to change.
0: Yeah, you know what other movie I really feel strong about? Uh, that is the Blues Brothers. Oh yeah, with Dan Aykroyd and John Belushi. Because yeah. I grew up—I mean, I grew up just watching humor, dude, my entire life. My dad started prepping me to listen to stand-up comedy when I was a little kid on albums, and I be explicit, but. Well, SNL, Don Belushi, Dan Aykroyd, dude, they were like the funniest dudes I've ever seen on TV. And then when they did that movie, and that dude, was they 70s. sing, they dance, they're funny. That was an excellent movie. Now, when I see that movie, I get a little sad, you know, because uh, Aykroyd, he's retired and he's come out in so many things after. But, I mean, Belushi's not with us anymore. Who knows right. what great things Belushi would have uh, made had he lived. It's just... But it's one of those movies to where it's like, man, I wish that guy was still alive. That way they could do another movie so I could really realize I'm really not that old. Yeah,
1: exactly. Before we end our show today, I want to give you and leave you with the last movie. Now, this is one of my personal favorites as well. And this is a movie that no matter how many times you watch, it keeps getting better. And this is a movie that even the young people of today end up liking it a lot.
0: Lay it on me, brother. It's Christmas Eve in L.A. California. Is Daddy coming home with Well, we'll see what Santa and Mommy can do, okay? A New York cop, John McLean, has come to see his wife. Instead,
1: I you. he's going to have to save her. Seriously, do you think you have a chance against us, Mr. Cowboy. That's the line I was waiting for. You too, brother. This is the unmistakable diehard with one of the greatest actors as well, Bruce Willis.
0: Oh, yeah, dude. And he was married to a hottie. Ah, Demi Moore, yes. Ashton Kutcher.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Hollywood, Hollywood, Hollywood. But this film turned into a classic, and it Mm -hmm. is just, it has such a large following. Does this happen to you? No matter how many times you watch it
0: you just don't get tired of it no cuz you know you 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 keep anticipating action so all you want to see is that action you just want to see that son of a gun get it bro. Is yeah that villain dude yeah and you know what's funny he i believe he was uh he was in uh Harry Potter
1: yeah he was in uh, most of the Harry Potters you know i yeah, th- yeah he passed away of cancer
0: yeah very sad he was a Not very very ago. good actor bro.
1: incredible actor
0: yeah. mr potter <laughs> yeah. yeah that's right <laughs> you're a wizard Harry. <laughs> dude that's my, my daughter Jennifer's favorite movie of all time bro. Well,
1: some think that wizards Mr. Porter <laughs> would you care <laughs> to say the spell yeah fantastic film die hard yeah, with uh, a great cast and a, even a better story and the
0: action is just amazing and you know what's funny is it it's a Christmas movie brother
1: yeah, and that's incredible. And and the cool thing is, every Christmas you put on this film with your family, and you're yeah. gonna have a
0: great time. Yeah, bro, exactly, bro. You're gonna watch all the other Christmas movies, but you're gonna watch yeah. that one. Oh, absolutely. You have to. Only a normal family would watch that, bro. Yeah, and you I know. Look,
1: I look, and look, and I know that we're missing a bunch of films. We can't. We just can't fit them all in this program. You know, we got films like uh, Scarface that happened. Oh we, yeah, we can't really uh, get into that. It was such a great story. Um, you also had another one of the later parts of The Godfather as well. That's right. And, uh, I mean, the 80s were filled with with films that will live on way after us.
0: Oh, yeah, bro. Rocky carried on through the 80s.
1: Yeah, yeah. It didn't get better, though.
0: <laughs> no, it didn't, bro. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah.
1: And starting with, with Rocky V, I couldn't believe that. Anyway, I don't want to get into that. I don't want to get into that. We could talk uh,
0: about movies all night, brother. We could. We We could could. do three or four shows on this alone. Strictly on
1: movies. That's right. You've been tuned into Back to the 80s, so don't forget that we're here every Friday as we reminisce on the decade that we miss. I want to wish you a great weekend and even a better week ahead. So don't forget to subscribe, download our podcast, and all that good stuff so we can continue bringing you more laughter and nostalgia because when you laugh, we can honestly say, mission accomplished. See you next week. God bless.
0: That's right, brother. And from the Chang, I want to wish you all a great week. Remember, stay safe, stay smart, stay lifted, stay gifted, and always show care and compassion. And remember, we are one race, the human race. Let's act it, and let's all stick together. I will catch you guys next Friday. And for Toscano and I, I will say adios, arriba and orale. Take me
1: back to the